Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of PL Stories. Uh, I am stoked because we have Miss Emma Belumo in the house, and Emma Belumo is a fitness professional who has taken her business into the mega entrepreneurial space. She's a beast. She's running stuff on each coast. I think she was born and raised East Coast, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then now currently lives on the West Coast, um, is doing her thing out there, and is just as you will hear as she speaks, a ball of beautiful, vibrant love and energy. And it is such a pleasure to have you sharing your story with us today because I think that you're going to represent a lot of the pizzazz, the energy, the goodness that people desire to have in their lives. You represent that. So I'm stoked to share your story today. Thank you for jumping on and, and being here with me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love talking to you. I love talking to you all the time, especially Same. on podcasts. So, um, so where we start with this generally is like I want I want you to just kind of share where you were at at the beginning of this, maybe mentally, maybe emotionally, physically in your life. What was what would what did it look like that drew you to this? Like God, I really want to change some certain things, and PL looks like the opportunity to do that. Yeah, I think for me, where I was at before I met you and before I joined PL, I was in a space where from the outside looking in, it really looked like I was killing it and I looked like nothing was wrong, quote unquote, but inside I was really struggling and I felt like something was missing. I had just moved across the country from the East Coast to the West Coast. My business had already been started, so externally everything looked really great, but internally I was struggling with a lot of confidence issues with my business, with my personal life, a lot of dating drama, toxic relationships, just depression and anxiety as well from all the changes that have been going in my life. And I felt like people would constantly say, oh, you're doing so amazing. You're doing so amazing. But I didn't feel amazing inside. And Mm. I didn't know why because I had done therapy. I had been in therapy and I knew what my past issues were leading to bring me down now, but I didn't know how to fix them. And I didn't know, okay, sure. I know why maybe I feel this way, but what do I do to move forward and how do I take action? And then when I saw about you and Project Limitless, it felt like the really only way that made sense to move forward at the time. And everything kind of just fell into place after that. So that's a huge conversation. I think with people, they get, they tend to get a little timid about now I'm already in therapy or I've done therapy or like, I don't need to talk about my life. I'm, I'm good. Like I know something's not necessarily uh, right maybe, or, or something needs to change, but I don't need coaching for it. What you had done the therapy game. What felt different about this or what, what was necessary that this offered that maybe therapy didn't necessarily hit on for you? So one of the things that we talked about was accountability. And prior to Project Limitless, there was no accountability in my life other than myself. I have a super supportive friend group and a super supportive family, which is amazing. Um, But I think there's a difference between support and accountability. Support, everyone's cheering you on, um, saying how great you're doing. Accountability is like, 
okay, fuel the fire, what's changing and when, and are you doing it today? What are you doing today? And that was the amazing thing about meeting you is from the very first start, there was a clear difference in therapy. Therapy brings up, you know, the past and helps you work through the why, but I felt like you really took action on the how. So it's like, okay, we know why, but now how do we move forward and how do we do it quickly? You know, we're not wasting time. We're not saying in a week, in a month, you'll do this. It's like, how are you taking action today to drastically change your life? And that was really clear from the very first day that we started working together. Hell yeah, it was. I love it. One of the pieces of your story that I really want to highlight that I think is really important for someone to hear is that you are this incredible bolt of energy and like light bubbly spirit, but you also have your bad days and not a lot of people get to see those bad days because like who wants to share that shit? Um, But being on the inside of this intimate community, like we had the, the gift of being able to, to like support you and and be with you through those moments. How does PL, like how did PL and the work in general support you? Like how do you go through tough times differently now than you did before? I think something that I used to think was that when I was having a bad day, there was something wrong and that I needed to fix it. And that I was all about how do I get through this bad day? How do I change my mood? How do I get out of this funk? But what I learned from you and from the PL community is that when you're riding those really high highs, the lows are totally normal and natural. And it's not about changing them or getting out of them. It's just about what am I learning from this low moment and, you know, not necessarily fixing it or saying that there's something wrong with it, but just experiencing it for what it is and knowing that the lows are part of the highs. You can't have, it's not going to always be a high. It's going to have both. And that's totally normal. And now I feel like when I do have a low day, I just am a lot more accepting of it. And I also have the tools in my toolbox to not necessarily fix everything about it, but to continue to take action, to be my best self, even while I'm feeling that low. So it's not, so what you're saying is for you, it hasn't been about, oh, I don't need any more lows. I've gotten rid of the lows. Life is perfect. It's more about, I experience the lows on certain days, maybe not as often, or maybe as often, who knows, but it's the ability for you to take it on and not feel uh, beaten down by it. You're able to acknowledge it, experience it. It hurts, whatever the emotions that come with it, come with it, but you're able to almost use it in your favor to like build you to be almost a more powerful woman. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, part of life is knowing how those lows actually help you and make you stronger. Mm -hmm. So we need the lows to teach us how to continue to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And I, I think you represent what a lot of people wish they can embody. Like it sounds cool. I'm going to use the lows to build me up, but How do we actually do that? And what does it actually look like to acknowledge that it's there, not get mad at it? Or if we do get mad at it, acknowledge the emotion behind that step left of it and and move into, okay, this is working with me and for me, or at least that's how I choose to see it. And now what? Like, so what? Now what is the term I think we use a good amount in in PL. So it's such a a game-changing perspective. Talk to me about perspective in general. Like, does does this work help you adjust perspective quickly? And, and then when you do adjust perspective in your life, what's the difference? 
Massively. I think that one of the biggest perspective shifts that I had in PL was when you said limitless is not an external experience. It's an internal experience that's not affected by external factors. So that's such a perspective shift for me because it's like, you know, everything could be hitting the fan. Shit could be hitting the fan. You could be having a rough day at work, having a tough day in your relationship, struggling at home, fighting with your friends. All those things are valid and they're happening, but that's not affecting you as a person and how you face them. Um, and being limitless, it's all about the perspective of like, no matter what's going on around me or in the world or in society, I'm in control of how I face it and how I continue to go about my day to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. God, I love hearing you talk about it. You're so, is this so, it's such a different you. It's really crazy. It really is a different woman. Um, in so many ways, it's it's incredible to listen to you speak about it and speak into Thank it. Thank you. Talk to me about you know the difference in your life right now. Where compared to where you were at the beginning of this in your PL three. So I mean, it was a couple months ago, and then you jumped into grad program. You worked through grad program for what two months, three months, three after, months, maybe? yeah, three months, and then now you're breaking from that. Where are you? What's different in your life now? Like what feels different? I think a lot of it is internal. There are definitely external changes that have been reflected. You know, I've made strides in my business. I've gained new clients. I'm taking steps to move out and to get my own apartment. And, you know, all of those things are definitely coming together. Um, But I think the most real change that I see is internally. A lot of things that used to scare me and a lot of things that used to, you know, have that negative talk of like, I can't do this. I'm not confident enough to do this. I really have the strength to be able to go after that. So with, you know, starting to take steps to look for my own place, even though as a fitness instructor, as someone who works more paycheck to paycheck, that's something that always held me back. That scarcity mindset of like, you can't do that unless you have a super stable paycheck, unless you're super, super secure. But now, you know, I'm not going to just go out and fly out and spend money on things I can't afford. But it's also about, you know, taking the steps when you're a little insecure, taking the steps before you're a hundred percent ready for everything, whether it's work, um, apartment hunting, friends, whatever it is. Um, so it's really a lot more confidence, a lot more, um, less self doubt rather. And also just, I try to take every decision with that mindset that I learned in PL of, is this in alignment with the best version of me? So it's changed everything. I mean, uh, recently I was literally driving down the street and accidentally tinily scratched someone's car. You know, I don't know if in the past I might have just left because it was super minimal, but I left a note. That is a small example, but who is the best version of me? The best version of me would leave a note. You know, if I'm in a conversation with a friend that is bringing me down in the past, maybe I wouldn't say anything or say something petty, but the best version of me is going to speak up and speak to that and say, this isn't serving me for this reason. You know, all of those values that I really tapped into, I try to embody daily a lot more now than I used to. Yeah. It's really cool hearing. So like we just spoke with Corey today as well. Um, and he was PL one, you're PL three. He's now a, our first conversation was a year and a half ago. He's been in the work for a year and or a little over a year. And what I think is so exciting is hearing different stories, different experiences, different results. 
from different timelines. And like you're like you just finished this work three months ago, you know, or four, or maybe four months ago. And you're having yes, some like you said, some external results. Certain business things are changing. I made these moves. I made that move. Certain relationship stuff is adjusting. All that stuff, that's happening. The external's happening. But I love hearing the internal, a powerful internal shift like you're talking about right now, because that creates the external reality adjustment. And I think people are so freaking impatient, Emma, like in this current day and age, we are not willing to sit with the change and be with the process of the change. And one of the things I'm learning as people go through PL is it gives them patience back. Like there's almost patience because we start to love and embody the journey. We start to respect the journey, the experience of life. And we understand that the more I step into this woman that I want to become, live in the values that I say I desire, that really represent my highest self, the more that external reality will mirror that internal conversation. And that kind of sounds like the spot that you're in right now. Absolutely. And I think too, especially with my business, you know, after PL, I didn't see this like massive revenue skyrocket, but it's little changes little by little, you know, giving me the confidence to show up daily on social media, changing how I interact with my clients on a more personal basis, as I've learned from you and B. And I see how, you know, even though it hasn't changed everything massively right away, those little tiny shifts are going to add up. And I know that if I just stay consistent and stay patient, like you said, I will see the fruits of that soon. And this is why I'm doing this. This is, this is why we're sharing these stories because it is not about flexing and flaunting all the external changes in, in your life in terms of like, what does this program do? It's a question I get all the time. Like, why would I do PL? Why would I coach? What does this do for me? And we automatically attach it to make more money or I'll have a bigger business or I'll have better relationships or whatever. All those things happen. Like ultimately, everybody we talk to over time, that stuff happens. But it's almost secondary to what you're talking about right now, which is the immediate impact of an internal shift, an internal story adjustment. And when we come from that new space, new results happen. It is that simple of an equation. New internal conversation, new seeing ways of the world creates a new reality. It is so powerful and impactful. And I love hearing like this stage because maybe we're not flexing on all this hot stuff that's changing. And I love that you're not like, you don't have this downer vibe about that. I think at the beginning, and actually this is a great question to ask you. In the beginning, did you come in with this mindset of like, this is my external reality. This needs to change. This needs to change. I need to have more money, more business, whatever. Definitely. Yeah, that's where you came from, right? Yeah. I mean, I thought I was failing. And Mm. I think it took you looking at me to say like, Emma, you're actually doing amazing. You know, it has nothing to do with your external financial gains, which weren't even that bad. But, you know, of course, I'm a perfectionist. So you compare yourself a lot to other people in the industry. And I think what you really taught me is like it has nothing to do with everybody else. And it has also nothing to do with those um, results, you know, those like super tangible specific results. It's about, you know, coming to it from a place of my results don't really matter. Obviously I'm still motivated to go after them. I'm not going to quit working, but it's not about how many clients I get or how much money I make. Am I delivering the very best experience to the clients that I have every single day going above and beyond? Yes. Then that's all that matters. And that means that you're doing incredible. 
So this is what I love because somebody right now is listening to you and going like, no, no, no. It Like that sounds cute, but it does matter how much money you make and it does matter how many clients you have and it does matter. It does. And here's the thing. It does. You're right. You win. It does matter. But what I want you to hear in her voice, please, to the person who's listening and fighting her, is the the confidence and the trust, the embodiment of I will be the woman I want to be. I'll show up to it consistently. And then the results just happen. And she's saying what I love is how confidently you're saying this before a lot of it has happened. And that I think that is so much of what this work does is you stop living in fear of or in anxiety, frustration, nervousness of will I get this done? Will I get that done? Oh my God, I don't know if I can. And you start just saying, all right, all I know is that today I can be the woman I want to be, hold the values that I want to hold, and show up 120%, and the rest will work itself out. And that's where you're coming from now, which is so different for you. So different, like night and day. <laughs> like night and day, I love it. So when it comes to, I guess, like the most impe- impactful pieces of this work for you, and, and even like you're not even in the work right now in terms of like in our programs. Do you still live this workout every day? Did it go beyond those eight weeks and that grad program? Or is it like once you finish, you're done? I don't think once you've stepped into this work and really aligned yourself with the lifestyle of being in the work, you can't just stop. I think once it becomes part of your life, it becomes intrinsic and you get to the point where it just clicks that it's part of your daily routine to think a little bit more, to have your voice in my head, to do your exercises that you've done throughout the program. Am I perfect? No. And I remind myself that, you know, not every single day is going to feel limitless and I'm going to have my moments where I'm back in my old patterns, but those almost motivate you to get it back and to keep going. So I know I definitely saw that when I was getting out on my own, quote unquote, a little bit more, you know, once the official program ended, I did have that moment. I'm like, okay, whoa, how am I going to keep this going on my own? But you learn to self-motivate because after 12 weeks in PL, you've really developed this routine. Mm -hmm. So while it is easy to fall off and you do at times, if you're really someone who resonates with the work, you're never going to fall off completely because that old way of living doesn't resonate with you anymore. You look back and you're like, I can't believe that I ever used to do that sort of life. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the idea, which always shows up for people. It's the blessing and the curse of the work. The blessing is that once you start the work, you really can't ever get rid of it. And the curse is once you start the work, you really can't ever get rid of it. Like it doesn't, yep. you can't take it out of your head and your heart because once we have consciousness of how we show up and awareness of some of these pieces that show up through, throughout the work, you can't step away from it, which is why it's such a big commitment, which is why for a lot of people financially, they're like, whoa, how does something like this cost what it costs? Well, it costs that because it is quite literally the most game-changing experience you may have in your entire life. It may be the thing that changes everything for you if you're willing to dive into it and invest in it. And for most of the people that go through this, if they're willing to step into the work and honor what this stuff does, it is that for them. It is this like Mm -hmm. life-changing experience where it's like, all right, I know that when I started, this felt like a lot. Now the money thing 
it's not even a conversation. It's like, of, of mm-hmm. course I would spend that. Well, I like to think of it almost like cost per wear. You know, when you're buying um, a pair of shoes and let's say you buy a pair of $20 flats from Forever 21, they're probably going to last you a month. Let's say you buy a pair of $500, you know, Manolo Blahnik shoes. They're going to probably last you your whole life. The cost per wear of a $500 pair of shoes that you get a lifetime of use out of ends up being like a dollar. Now think of this, you know, X amount, huge kind of higher ticket offer, but how it could affect every single hour of every single day of your life. What does that equate to a cent? You know, it's like, it's not even a question, The it's quality. Yeah. And I'm so happy to hear it's a great example. I'm so happy to hear that you feel like, and notice that in, in her voice, she feels like this is a part of her every day, every day, every second of her life. It's, and it's not something that dissipates, you know, you've, you've heard from people on this podcast, perhaps that have been in this work for over a year and a half. And you've heard from people who are two months in, three months in, and both of them talk about it like it happened yesterday. You know, like that's the cool part because it doesn't fade. This stuff doesn't disappear. It is an investment for a lifetime. Um, And I can't speak to a lifetime of it. I can speak to years of the work for me. I could speak to the years of people that I've worked with. But ultimately, you know, this work, it gets ingrained in your spirit. It gets ingrained in your head and your heart. It's hard to detach from it um, unless you intentionally want to walk away from it, which is possible too. So I think that that's a really remarkable understanding is that once you're in this, it's a bigger investment than just those eight weeks. It's really a lifetime investment for yourself. Um, Emma, one quick question before we move on to this last piece. I want to know what you're most proud of throughout your journey so far with this work. What are you most proud of like for you? Yeah, I think what I'm most proud of is um, an action that I took during what you'll learn in Project Limitless is called Stretch Week, where you decide to take some bold action. So I actually walked away from a pretty toxic relationship at that time, um, which is something that I never would have done prior to Project Limitless. That was probably my proudest moment during the experience. And it definitely uh, took shape in also looking towards, you know, not going after that sort of thing in the future. So I would say that's my proudest moment for sure. I remember it like it was yesterday. Same. I'm proud of you, girl. It's incredible. <laughs> so finish with this because I want to honor our time here. If somebody, you know, who's in a similar position where you were at the beginning of this, of like, man, I, I, yeah, my life isn't so bad. There are things around me that everybody looks at it and is like, damn, Emma, you've been killing it. Great job, girl. Like, look at the social profile you've built. Look at the business you've built, all those things. That sounds amazing. But then there's this like piece of you when you go to sleep at night and your head's on the pillow and the only person there is you and you. And not everything feels great. There is pieces missing. There are pieces of you perhaps that feel broken or maybe empty or sad or or anxious or nervous about what's coming um, and something feels off. What would you say to that person who maybe is listening to this and like, wow, I'm just like Emma and maybe this is right for me, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I've never done it before. What support can you offer them in that moment? I would say that you're probably thinking, you know, when I get into a relationship, these feelings will go away or when I make more money in my business or when I get a new house, home or when I get a new car, then these feelings are going to go away. I'm going to tell you right now that they won't. And if you don't fix what's going on inside, you'll a probably never get those things. And B, even if you do get them, you're not going to feel good about them. So 
I would say that you have to work on those feelings first. Will they ever completely go away? No, but you'll be massively equipped to deal with them and to feel better so that when you are lying in bed at night, you can think to yourself, I don't really care what's going around in me because I feel like I am the best version of myself every single day. Hmm. So in that spot of insecurity, fear, confusion, uncertainty, you're saying trust and lean in and, and pull the mm -hmm. trigger, go for it. Bet on and take bold action because the universe will 100% reward you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God, I love listening to you talk. You are a beast. I love you. Thank you so much for spending some time and, and sharing your story. I know that I know that somebody's going to listen to this and, and vibe with you and your story and it'll be a stand for them taking action in their own life. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. And, and if you're listening and any of this resonated with you or you're feeling like coaching or Project Limitless is something that you'd want to uh, see if it's right for you, do not hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nick Pags and you can email us at Nick Pags at NickPagsLLC.com. Uh, and we will we'll connect with you and, and set up an opportunity for either me or someone on my team to learn more about where you're at and if this is the right time for you. But nonetheless, I appreciate your time and your attention because I know it's an incredibly valuable thing uh, and your willingness to hear Emma's story. And, uh, and I hope to hear you on another podcast, see you on another podcast, and, and talk to you in the future. So thank you and see you all next time.